welcome everybody to the Pac-Man Podcast, patriotic American citizen. Good to be along with you as always. I'm Ted Flint. We will begin where I think we left off last time, talking about January 6th of 2021 and what a fiasco it's been. The media and the left wing just, they can't get enough of January 6th. They're trying to equate it with the 9-11, with uh, Pearl Harbor. Biden even said he likened it to the Civil War. These people are idiots to equate what happened on January 6th. It was not an armed insurrection. There was only one shot fired, and that was that was fired by a, uh, a Capitol Police officer, shot and killed an unarmed Trump supporter, Ashley Babbitt, Air Force veteran, shot her dead. Five people died at or near the Capitol. Four were Trump supporters. The fifth was a, a police officer who was... Uh, I guess, died of natural causes the following day. New York Times reported that this guy was attacked, was bludgeoned by a crazed Trump supporter, bludgeoned with a with a fire extinguisher. Totally false. That's why Trump, you know, dubbed the media fake news. A lot of the media is fake. And the rest of the media went with the New York Times story and just didn't investigate for themselves, just went with it. Turns out this, this cop died the following day of natural causes. So it was not an armed insurrection. No guns were found at the scene of that, uh, at, the, at the Capitol. Not one gun was found. One shot fired was fired by a Capitol cop. Anyway, all day yesterday, uh, yesterday being uh, Thursday, as we record this, and uh, that's all we heard from Biden, from Kamala Harris. It was sickening to listen to them. I couldn't listen to it. But the left just won't let this go. Newt Gingrich said last night on Laura Ingram's show, I didn't see the show, but I read it in World Net Daily. He said that... Uh, if you're going to lay blame for, for January 6th, it needs to be laid at the feet of uh, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, at least for now. She's the one. Trump told her, get the National Guard in. If you don't think there is enough police, uh, enough police presence, call in the National Guard. She didn't do it because Trump suggested it. She's the one who should shoulder much of the blame, not the former president. Who, by the way, I don't know if you've read some of these reports, there are people who are saying and actually believe that Donald Trump could be the next Speaker of the House when the Republicans take over the House in 22. And they will. There's talk of them picking up 60 seats. They need only a dozen or so. If you hear talk of 60 seats, it'll be at least 60. And the Speaker of the House doesn't need to be elected to public office. If Republicans take over the House, they can name whoever they want as Speaker of the House. And some of the liberals are saying, the progressives are saying, well, that was an oversight by the founders. We need to amend the Constitution. They don't like the fact that Donald Trump could be back. I'd love to see him as Speaker of the House. He could do more damage if you're a liberal, if he's Speaker, than he, than he can as President. Either way, he's not going away. And that's, that's really what January 6th, I think, is about. As I mentioned, I think, on the last show, the left fears... They are terrified, not just of Donald Trump, but of the populist sentiment that put him into office. I wrote about this this week on the, uh, the PAC Perspective, the insurrection host. Look for it. The PAC Perspective on the bmgnetwork.com. They fear us, you and me in the middle class, middle America. We're, we're the people that Hillary Clinton uh, labeled the deplorables a few years ago to her detriment. Anyway... That's January 6th. I want to talk about Andrew Cuomo for a bit because I heard a local radio host today, and I usually don't listen to local radio. There's really nothing to listen to 
local radio is it's really in a, a really poor state there's nothing for me to listen to I, I don't like listening to talk radio at the local level there's just nobody that really has anything to say that i'm interested in i'm, I'm not saying that i hate to sound elitist i mean i loved uh michael savage when he was on nine to midnight then they moved him to drive time i think that was a mistake i love savage i like uh couple of other people. I mean, I miss Rush. I just can't listen to some of these local hosts. They just, they, I don't know, not bad people. But he, this one guy made a, a good point. He said, Andrew Cuomo was supposed to be at Albany City Court today to answer to the charges, which have been dropped. Charges he uh, forced himself sexually on a, a woman. Her, her last name is Camisso. I can't think of her first name. But he forcibly touched her. And he was charged, but the charges have been dropped. Now, why would they be dropped? Because he's Andrew Cuomo. He's a Democrat, a former uh, governor, formerly a powerful figure in Albany politics, probably still is. I, it's my, my contention is he probably has something on the DA in Albany County, David Soares, and the Albany County Sheriff, uh, Craig Apple. I'm, I have nothing to base that on. I'm just that's how politics are played in Albany. It's dirty. It's a dirty business. Cuomo should be charged. All the charges, the charges that he caused the deaths of 15,000 people in, in the nursing homes during the height of the COVID pandemic, those charges were dropped. But his day in court was supposed to be in Albany City Court today. And the DA says, you don't have to come, Andrew. You can just, we can Zoom it. Why don't you Zoom it? We'll call it in. We'll do it virtually. Can you believe this stuff? I mean, he should have manned up he should have come to Albany City Court and looked these people in the eye. Make the drive from Westchester. Zoom meeting. I called in my office today. I said, I'm, I'm going to Zoom it. Just pretend I'm there. I'll do a virtual, I'll do the virtual meeting with you. I, I don't have that luxury. Most of us don't who work for the state. It's the, the, you know, the governors, former governors, leaders of the legislature, individual assemblymen and senators. They, they get to you know, do it virtually or, or by Zoom. Anyway, so um, so Cuomo's, I mean, he's going to walk scot-free. He's not going to face any charges. And I talked about this already. I hate to repeat myself, but he just should have, he should have come to Albany and faced the music. But he doesn't have the guts to do that. He's going to do it virtually. I'm sure you've heard about this. Twitter has permanently suspended the personal account of Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene over repeated violations, according to Twitter, of its COVID-19 misinformation policy. Misinformation? Charged the CDC with misinformation. They're the one misinforming people, moving the goalposts every, every day, it seems. Anyway, Green's personal account was no longer active as of Sunday. It's been labeled with an account suspended notice. Her official government account is still active. When reached for comment, Twitter confirmed Green's account was suspended. The company said she committed, quote, repeated violations of its policy on COVID-19 misinformation. Interesting. This is what I'm reading in the Daily Caller. We've been clear, this according to Twitter, that per our strike system for this policy, we will permanently suspend accounts for repeated violations of the policy. So her previous Twitter suspensions included an incident back in August when she posted a tweet claiming vaccines and masks do not reduce the spread of COVID-19. Where's the, where's the misinformation? Masks don't. They have very little impact, very little protection. All the reports I've read, there was a couple of interesting uh, 
reports out, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, and the most recent, I think, is one out of Bangladesh that shows masks, the efficacy rate of masks, anywhere from 15 to 20%. And all the reports I've read, all the studies I've read, that's about the, the average, 15 to 20%. Now, it's not zero or 5%, but it's not 90 or 100 either. These liberals, you see these people walking around on the streets outdoors with double masked. It's all right. That, that's their prerogative. And the Subaru people, if they want to wear their masks as they're driving, that's their prerogative. But don't try to make the rest of us, especially our children, wear masks outdoors. My daughter wanted to play outdoor soccer this year. Couldn't do it. She's not going to wear a mask playing outdoor soccer. It's foolishness. So anyway, back to Marjorie Green. She said in a statement posted to her uh, Telegram account, it says here, that the tweet for which she was permanently suspended concerned data from the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, a tool the CDC uses to track potential safety problems with vaccines. And I did a report on this yesterday. There are over a million incidences of reports on VAERS of people having negative reactions to these uh, vaccines and the, and the boosters. So where, where did she misinform people or mislead people? So Green's office directed the, uh, the Daily Caller to an archived tweet, uh, a thread that made several claims regarding the efficacy and safety of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines for which they allege Green was suspended. Anyway, it's, it's nonsense. And she tweeted or said in a statement her office did, Maxine Waters can go to the streets and threaten violence on Twitter. Kamala Harris and Elon Omar can bail out Black Lives Matter terrorists on Twitter. CNN and the rest of the Democratic propaganda media can spread Russian collusion lies. And just yesterday or a couple of days ago, the chief spokesman for terrorist IRGC can tweet mourning Soleimani, the dead Iranian, but I get suspended for tweeting VAERS statistics. Twitter is an enemy, according to Green, to, to America, and they can't handle the truth. Absolutely correct. Marjorie Taylor Greene. I love her. She says all the right things. I mean, she may be uh, overly blunt at times and terse, but she says what needs to be said. She tells it like it is. She's a female Trump, basically. That's why the media hates her. Chris Collinsworth. He's not my favorite NFL broadcaster. He's a color guy. Al Michaels and he do the, uh, the Thursday night games. They've been doing Thursday night games, I guess, for ABC. And uh, he's being criticized on social media for praising Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. And this is, I, I love Aaron Rodgers. He's probably the best quarterback, certainly in the game today and maybe ever, statistically. But he remains unvaccinated. And good for him. And he was asked before the season if he was vaccinated. And he, rather than say yes or no, he said he was immunized. Well, it turns out he wasn't vaccinated and still isn't. And he hasn't gone through the NFL COVID-19 protocols. What are they going to do about it? He, he got COVID. He sat out for the week or 10 days or whatever it was. Now he's back. You think they're going to suspend him because he won't comply? He's the top quarterback in the NFL. He will do what he wants to do. I'm not saying there should be separate rules. What are they going to do? Suspend Rodgers now? The playoffs are going to start next week. The Packers are the top seed in the NFC. Uh, NFC. They're going to win the North Division again in the NFC and probably go to the Super Bowl. They're the odds-on favorite. Of course, any, any road to the Super Bowl, as I've said, I think goes through the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I mean... Uh, so anyway, Yahoo is uh, where I get a lot of my news. I just, I chuckle at some of these, these columns because they're blatantly uh, biased. Uh, 
they're liberals, and they don't make any bones about it. And it, it's not like they're writing an opinion piece; they're writing a news story here. So, and I'll just read you. Here's the and and, and they're they're going after, <clears throat> pardon me, Collinsworth. This is what Collinsworth said a couple of weeks back in a Thursday night game. He, Rogers, doesn't care. Have you seen a guy, and in particular this year, be more honest about everything? You may not agree with everything he says, but we've heard from the beginning of this entire season exactly what he thinks about everything. Rogers. And then they rip on Collinsworth saying that Rogers has been anything but clear. He's lied about his vaccination status. Oh, well, the liber liberals can't take that because he's not going to fall in line like the rest of the sheeple. He can think for himself and he's been thinking for himself and it's, and it's a good thing. All right. Um, by the way, the Packers are, I think, uh, playing Detroit, final game of the season. They're 13-3, and going to be 14-3 and probably, unless they sit out Rodgers, which they may do. I heard they may start their uh, rookie, Jordan Love, give Rodgers a, a week off before, uh, actually two weeks off, because the Packers get a bye. They got a first-round bye because they have the best record in the NFC. So anyway, I'd like to see them hook up with Brady in Tampa Bay, though, uh, if, if it comes to that. Hopefully they get that far. All right, we're going to... Break it down right here. By the way, I heard my daughter's uh, second podcast today, my daughter Madeline. She has a, a show called The Essentials with Maddie Flint, and you can catch that on the BMG network. We could also, uh, you can also, I can too for that matter, we listen to The Ken Burns Show, The Adrian Ross Show, and uh, there's so much fine programming up there. We, we hope to uh, entertain you at times and to inform you and enlighten you. And my daughter did a great show today. I'm just taken by her poise. She's so relaxed. I mean, I guess she was sketching as she was doing the program. And she really it really is a good program. Now, obviously, I'm I'm partial because she's my daughter, but she's she's phenomenal. Uh, so listen to her, listen to Ken, listen to Adrian, and uh, of course this program, the Pac-Man podcast with me, Ted Flint. And uh, if you wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you get them, whether you listen on Stitcher, we're there. Uh, Apple Podcasts, we're there. Tune in Alexa, Spotify, iHeart. Amazon, wherever you listen, that's where we are. And we're on the BMG Network, too. That's where you really want to go find us, the bmgnetwork.com. If you want to contact me directly, it's Pacman, P-A-C-M-A-N, all lowercase, at the bmgnetwork.com. Thanks for tuning us in. If the Lord wills it, we will talk to you soon. The Pac-Man Podcast was produced and edited in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of the Pac-Man Podcast, go to the bmgnetwork.com or go to the BMG Network on Facebook. And be sure to tune in to the next episode of the Pac-Man Podcast with Ted Flint.